Hi, you're listening to the Heart of Torbay Community and Trust Companies podcasts. Today you'll be listening to Sharon Nelson's interview with Dave Evitts from Riviera FM, and this took place on the 11th of May. So I am joined on the phone this afternoon by Sharon Nelson from the Heart of Torbay. Uh, how are you, Sharon? Thank you for joining us again. Oh, you're very welcome. I'm very well, thank you, Dave. How are you doing? Yeah, enjoying the sun. Um, going to. I think I'll go after I've done the show. I think I'm going to go out for a little bit of a walk and just chill out by the harbour for a little bit, just relax and just soak up the rays. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, vitamin vitamin C. No, not vitamin C. Vitamin D, isn't it, for the sun? Not very. Uh, no, I'm not. It's, it's some sort of vitamin. That's the main thing. It's, it's good for you. That's what we like. Okay. So we spoke to you a couple of weeks ago. Now, you are from the Heart of Torbay. Um, very quickly, explain to us again what Heart of Torbay is and what it is that you do. No problem. So Heart of Torbay um, Community Interest Company, we focus on mental well-being and we're trying to get the message out there that mental well-being is just as important as physical well-being. Um, in fact, a lot of it sort of lead, uh, physical ailments lead from, from mental um, ill health. So, um, yeah, so we, we do a lot of coaching. Um, at the moment, we're focusing a lot on supporting people, obviously, through the COVID crisis and uh, really just sort of helping with mindfulness, really. Um, so we've had a great campaign, and a lot of our work over the last couple of weeks has been focused on on that particular campaign to get some items and things distributed across the bay. That's brilliant. Because the thing is, today I'm actually doing the show as a uh, recovery show. I do the recovery show usually when we're back in the studio. Uh, recovery from addictions, that sort of thing. And obviously, um, anyone with an addiction problem does suffer from some form of uh, mental health. Because obviously, addiction is a mental health problem. So uh, it's wonderful that there are groups like you out there. Even though you're not actively dealing with addiction, you are helping people who are obviously in need. Absolutely, yeah, and you've hit the nail on the head there. I think um, there are there are specialist people out there and, and people who are absolutely qualified and um, well versed to to support people who are actually going through um, sort of um, circumstances at the moment that sort of are beyond our help if, as individuals, if you like. Um, but hmm. to me, there's lots of things that can be done to to support people in terms of how they're feeling at this moment in time and to try and get hold of people or reach people before they reach that crisis, crisis point or provide that support to enable them to, to offload is, is, is something. Um, and, and in turn, obviously, that supports sort of wait lists and other talking therapies across the Bay as well. Yeah, because um, I, I explained to you, well, I explained to you, I, I was talking to you earlier on um, when we did the show a couple of weeks ago, no two people's... Um, journeys through recovery or through any form of mental health are the same no two no two people are exactly the same so what go what's happened to me might be completely or in fact will be completely different to someone else who's going through exactly the same addiction you are absolutely right we are all individuals um and I, as i sort of ex described it before we all have our own sort of maps of the world and that includes things like um sort of upbringing circumstances uh, values, beliefs, all of that give us our own personal package. And and also in terms of, like you say, um, the, the things that make people reach out to, um, to a, a tool, if 
you like, or something to help alleviate pain or anxiety. And that could be a multitude of things. So, we, you know, we, we could be talking sort of obviously alcohol, um, drugs. Um, people could be addicted to exercise. That's their form of escapism. Eating, um, sex. There's so many different ways in which people find a, a crutch, for want of a better word, to help support them in, um, you know, in a, a given time. And obviously some of those are, are more detrimental than others. Um, so it's about, but actually, if, so if we think about where each of those come from, it starts from your mind. And something obviously is triggered in your mind that wants you to reach for that substance or that activity. And again, like you say, it's that individuality that needs to be explored. So there isn't a, a one a one therapy fits all. And certainly what we do at Heart of Tor Bay is we talk to individuals um, and help them determine what support they need and to help them move forward in whatever way is, is best for them. So we, we also do a lot of signposting to other sort of organizations and individuals in the Bay um, because we are true believers that, you know, the person who's in front of you knows themselves best. And if we can help inspire, motivate them and support them to, to work out what they need and what they want to make uh, changes in their life, then, then that's, that's the best way to go, really. That's brilliant. Because what you said about um, different addictions and what have you, I mean, obviously, when I was uh, trying to give up the alcohol, I went into a rehab unit and I started getting addicted to going to the gym as yeah. something to... You know, take mind off the alcohol. In the end, the uh, my counsellor called me into the office and said, "Look, Dave, we want you to cut down on going to the gym for a little while because we think we just you're just replacing one addiction with another," sure. which threw me for a little while until I realised what they were talking about. And then, to be honest with you, when I had stopped drinking properly, um, like three and a half years ago, nearly, I started working on the radio. And a lot of people actually thought that I'd swap one addiction for another because I was never out of the studio. I was always in doing something or other. To be honest with you, I'm probably still doing that now. But as you say, it's a good addiction. It's not detrimental. It's helping me out. And it's, uh, well, it's all for the good. Absolutely. You know what? And, and I, I can certainly tell being on the radio and um, supporting people is, is your, and music is your passion. So, like you say, if we've, we've, we're replacing something that isn't so good for us for something that gives us purpose, that brings us joy, then ultimately, isn't that what life's about? Um, so, the, you know, there is that balance. But again, it comes down to the individual. So you recognizing yourself what is good for you and um, other people may have their opinions on on where somebody is at or you know where you're at but if you're comfortable and that's how you're living your life and and you're happy and you're well that's ultimately what we're all after isn't it definitely now uh changing the subject slightly we were talking as well earlier on before we came on air about um the uh, food distribution that you're uh, getting involved in Yes. Well, um, one of the things that um, sort of obviously to, to raise awareness of the mental well-being um, is Heart of Door Bay, um, with a lot obviously uh, as part of the, the COVID recovery, if you like, or COVID circumstances we will find ourselves in. Um, it dawned on me actually that there's a lot of people out there um, who would re could really do with something, something to occupy their mind. So we're talking sort of a mindfulness activity, if you like. And yeah. Thinking about a lot of the things that obviously there are loads of free, free things that we can access. So one of those obviously is breathing techniques, um, but then somebody may not be able to get advice on that through the internet because they don't obviously have phones, etc. Or they might be sure. elderly and not, you know, not want to access that sort of thing. 
So um, I thought, well, actually, the people who may need more support at the moment, who who are accessing food banks, obviously wouldn't have the money for mental well-being tools and activities, you know, let alone food, obviously. Um, so as part of our sort of fundraising and our, our plan of action, uh, we were very lucky that Torbay Council actually gave us um, a, a good sort of a few hundred pounds to, to support the activities. So I, as part of the organization called the Food Alliance, which is a combination yeah. of sort of 12 of the, the food bank places across the Torbay. And um, I contacted, I think it was probably about six or eight of those. And actually on Friday, what I wanted to do is to make sure that it got out before the weekend was we actually distributed via those food banks um, a lot of, oh gosh, there were hundreds of coloring book, adult coloring books, children's activities packs, um, pens, pads, paper, dot-to-dot crosswords, um, all wow. with everything that was needed, sort of pens and pencils, etc. Um, yeah. So one, it gave me a fantastic opportunity to meet some of the guys that you know are, are supporting and running these fabulous um, food banks. But as I say, to get that mental well-being, you know, message out there that it really is important um, because to go back to sort of the, the mindfulness thing, a lot of people all immediately think, oh, whether you know that's meditation or that sort of thing, but actually. If we can control or are aware of what our thoughts and in in our mind, then we have a fabulous awareness to start changing that. So whether that's to change um, actions for the good, um, to you know improve health or um, well-being, then then that's what we should be doing. So I think you know mental health isn't just um, you know the, the serious side of things, and it's not just the, the meditation side of things. There's so many things. Um, you know, that that entails. Yeah, I know that when I first went to rehab, I wasn't really sure what to expect and stuff like relaxation techniques and breathing and that sort of stuff. At first I sat there and I thought, well, how is this going to stop me from drinking? I really didn't have a clue what to do. And it's amazing. Once you actually get into things, you realize how much things that people take for, for granted, like, for instance, you know, just, you know, breathing, that sort of stuff, how you can actually use that to control your feelings. And it, yeah. there's so much it, there's so much to get into, really. There is. You know what? A lot of people say, oh, God, I, I can't close my mind off. I can't stop those thoughts. And, and mm. I, I would suggest that purely focusing on a breathing exercise might not be the one for you. So any activity at all that helps you to calm your mind and helps you to stop your thoughts. So a mind-focusing tool is fantastic. And like you say, that could be anything from colouring to knitting to doing jigsaw puzzles. So many people are doing gardening at the moment because you're focusing on what you're doing. You know, obviously, assuming you're lucky enough to have yeah. a garden in an outside space. There is so, anything at all that allows you to focus your mind on one thing so you haven't got all of these hundreds of thoughts, particularly obviously negative thoughts, running around in your head. Um, it, it's really, really important to focus on that, really important. Yeah, because again, going back to what I was saying earlier, no two people are exactly the same, so what I do to calm myself down might not work for you. So yeah. it's just a case of just working out, just, just if you like, dipping your toe in the water and see what works for you. Yes, absolutely. So again, it comes down to sort of what Heart of Torbay 
the, the Pure Heart coaching we offer is very much, I mentioned this last time, non-directive and non-judgmental. So we work with the individuals to determine what is what they want to try, what they what suits them. Um, I think quite often, um, if you're talking to sort of you know friends and family or other therapists or, or people who want to support, and they're offering you advice and guidance as to what you should do. Um, actually, one thing you don't want to do is to set somebody up for failure. Um, what I mean of by course. that is if, if you're suggesting to them something that they would not be motivated to do at all, they could well go away and think, well, actually, oh, God, I failed, and add to their, you know, sort of their, their men, you know, mental well-being. Yeah, they're just anxiety in general, yeah. Absolutely. So um, it, it's really good to sort of focus again on that individuality. Yeah, that's great. Um, well, so I was just going to say thank you so much for joining us. Um, how the, the last thing to ask, obviously, is how do people uh, contact you? How do people reach out to you? Uh, well, certainly on Facebook, um, we've got Heart of Torbay CIC Facebook page. That seems to be our main sort of point of uh, contact and focus. But we've also got our website, which is www.heartoftorbaycic.com. And people can contact us through that and keep up to date with our, our latest information. We've also just had recently um, the COVID-19 uh, recovery page put up there. So if you're not sure, if people aren't sure whether what we offer, um, you know, would suit them or not, they can have a good read of that, and uh, we'll contact them, them, you know, sort of within a, a few hours um, to see if we can help them. That is absolutely brilliant. Well, Sharon, thank you once again for joining us. Um, good luck with everything that's going on, and um, hopefully we shall speak to you again soon. Thank you, Dave. Take care. Stay safe and well. You too. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Right. That was... Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you'd like more information, please visit the Heart of Torbay Community Interest Company website, and you will find that at www heartoftorbaycic.com. You can also reach us on Facebook under Heart of Torbay CIC. Thank you.